podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Grammys. I'm Savannah Evanoff, the features reporter here. I'm Brenda Schaffner, the features editor at the Daily News. I'm Jenny McKeon, reporter here at the Daily News. Hi, I'm Annie. I'm a guest and I'm also a reporter here at the Daily News. <laughs> and I'm Seth Stringham, sports editor here at the Daily News. Awesome. So like I said, today we're going to be talking about the Grammys. I think just we thought of what we thought of the the host, the performances, the winners, and the losers. <laughs> um, so I guess just to get started, um, Brenda, I know that you watched the whole thing and you had a lot of thoughts on it. So I want to hear what was kind of your biggest thought about the Grammys? Uh, well, my, my over... Um writing thought was that once again the women um, were not given their proper due. Yes, I said the same thing earlier. Well, it it reminded me of the American Music Awards when we talked about those, that they gave awesome performances, Lady Gaga, Kesha, Pink, they just were fantastic on stage, but uh, the only woman who received an award presented during the show was um, Alicia Cara? Alessia Cara. Alessia Cara, sorry. Um, and uh, Rihanna was a co-winner with Kendrick Lamar, but he took the trophy. So I just felt um, that it was really obvious. And even though I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan, when he won Pop Vocal of the Year over the uh, other nominees who were all women, I understood why the crowd booed. It was just kind of sad. Yeah. Agreed. And a lot of, I feel like a lot of my favorite female artists, who a lot of people may disagree with me, but Taylor Swift didn't get any nominations. That's well, crazy. Well, she wasn't in in time. She didn't, right? Yeah. Did she I, missed the deadline. I oh. think Reputation be. will be in this next go-round. Really? Oh, that's real? Yeah, that's she weird. didn't. That the, makes sense, though. I hope that that's the reason. the deadline, and she probably intentionally did that. I hope that that's the reason. But Katy Perry also didn't get any nominations. Um, Demi Lovato didn't get any any nominations, and I thought Sorry Not Sorry was like the song of the year, TBH. I think but, most of those were <laughs> the ones that didn't make the deadline. I didn't sorry know Not Sorry came out in like the spring. How did that not make the deadline? Yeah, what are the Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. That would be the one I'm not sure of. Well, and then also Lord didn't even perform, and I saw that was like a big thing. It was. Everybody, and then the Grammys CEO or whatever came out, and he was like, well, we don't have time for all of the all of the nominees to perform, and it's like, okay, but how about I just heard not making it a sausage fest? At, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I heard know. she was asked to perform. She, she was asked to perform as part of the Tom Petty tribute, yes. but she declined on principle because she was the only was it album she of the year nominee. She was the only person nominee nominated for album of the year who didn't who did get asked for a solo perform. performance. That's yes. right. Yeah. And then the Grammy president was also quoted basically in reference to Ed Sheeran winning, you know, for Shape of You. He was also referenced saying that women essentially need to quote-unquote step up, which was horrible because all the other nominees for that were women. Were women. So I think it's safe to say they've stepped up just to be nominated. Um, This is why I don't watch the Grammys because I feel like... I'm not being ageist, but I feel like it's run by people who just have such old views. Well, okay. 
You may be right, Jenny, but here's the thing, and, and I, I mentioned this in my commentary. You know, we all know Jay-Z got the most nominations. He got eight, and he won none. Zero. Yeah, that Bruno, was BS. Bruno Mars, that you know, was the spoiler he won, for like, that. Five. He, he won six. He won six. all six of the ones he was nominated for. But here's what I looked up. The same people who do the nominating are the people who vote. So I don't understand how Jay-Z managed to get the most nominations from the same group of people who then voted on the awards and got none. And so, I don't, I don't, just name I recognition. I mean, yeah, like Jay Z's album. Was they not wanted very him. Good. To, like, I don't. I've heard. I've, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. But they wanted him and Beyonce to go because then people are going to watch if Beyonce's there. If Beyonce don't go, no one's. I think watch it's safe to say they're going to go regardless of whether they're nominated. Well, they were sitting in the front row. They're, I think they're, they're, they're essentially music something. royalty. I mean, the reigning queen. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think they're going to be there. And I don't think the Grammys does a good job of recognizing hip hop music. It's never, I don't think it's ever won, no, what is it, like, twice it's one album of the year, but it's always been, like, more R&B, I think, like, The Miseducation of Laura, Laura Lauren Hill. Hill, that one, yeah, she, yeah. Went, she cleaned and up like that And, like, something year. else, but, like, Kendrick Lamar has still not gotten his proper due. No, he won a couple, but it wasn't, like, the big ones. No, and he should have. Yeah. Um, his album was the album of the year. It's all anyone's been talking about. It was, like... We haven't talked about an album like that since Beyonce's Lemonade. I think that was the one that surprised me the most was Album yeah. of the Year because I was expecting that to be hands down Kendrick Lamar and then it wasn't. And I was like, well, that was awkward. <laughs> and then the rest of it is just a little duet with like old people <laughs> and, then, and then young people <laughs> sullying their work. Well, I, I, don't like I guess the ways. reason I brought up the stuff with Jay-Z and, and who votes for what is because you mentioned the age of the, the people in charge, and, and and you may be right. Yeah, I don't but know for sure. it seemed like if if that if age is playing a factor in here, that they wouldn't have nominated Jay-Z for eight nom, uh, nom, uh, categories. But then what Seth said could be, too, that well, I think name, name recognition, recognition yeah. and yeah. Yeah. wanting to trying. make sure he shows up could that, play into it, too. That's how I feel, and I just... I don't know. I, I would have liked it. to hear like what he had to say afterward, like just if he had any thoughts on that or even cared. Yeah, I wanted to see if he was going to mention Trump because that day on Twitter, maybe it was the day before, Trump came out and attacked Jay Z on Twitter, saying <laughs> saying something about about um, African American employment and how Jay Z was wrong or something. So I would have liked to just have that moment just to see if Jay Z was going to say anything. Yeah. That's but. another thing is I sometimes like to see celebrities get up on their soapbox. And they mm -hmm. kind of, they don't do that at the Grammys. And that's okay. You don't have to. They kind of did, I thought. Yeah, they did so. But it wasn't as, like, organized, I feel like, yeah. as it has been on, like, like the, uh, the Golden, Golden Globes, Globes or the Emmys and stuff. I feel like, like it kind of was. There were a lot of women wearing white. Well, again, I think it was, well, the, it was women the white who roses. did that. Uh, uh, Janelle Monet gave a big speech before oh, hers she... Oh, was good, yeah. Janelle yeah. Monet's was good. But that was she, it. Well, no, uh, there was Kesha's someone else. Kesha's whole performance yeah, Kesha Kesha and was yes. a whole ode to that. Uh, yeah, and now, you know what? I don't like that song. I don't like Kesha, but I got emotional watching that. That was a really good performance. It was a really strong performance. performance. 
I was going to say Kendrick Lamar did win Best Rap Album, which is still something. I know that's kind of a consolation prize when you can't actually win Album of the Year, but still. At least he did get recognized for well, the and album. he and Rihanna won Best uh, Rap Sung Performance or something like and that. And that was well-deserved. That was the best song and such a good music video as well. Yeah, but I almost feel like giving someone a rap album instead of Music of the Year, it's like saying, you know how like some... Um, Comedians who are female, they don't like being called female comedians because mm-hmm. they're like, we are comedians. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's an album. It's not just a rap album. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a good point. But that's just me being nitpicky. Well, that's kind of like what I said. It's just like a consolation prize for not actually winning, but at least it still got recognized. Yeah. Well, now, speaking of consolation prizes, I the thought... The consolation one, puppies. Yes. That, that was probably the cutest moment, and I wanted really badly to like it, but then I started worrying about where the puppies had been and how they were treated and all that. If because, I write a bad article, will you give me a consolation puppy? I missed this part. What happened? Uh, well, James Corden said that they didn't want the people who were nominated for Grammys and didn't win one to feel bad or go away empty-handed, so they were going to hand out consolation puppies. Puppies, oh. and they had actual little puppies <laughs> there. They handed out to like Jerry Seinfeld was, it was the, the one they did the most. People nominated, I think, on. for best comedy album. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, they all got little puppies, this and they were so cute. cute. I wonder if they kept them. I hope not, because they say you're never supposed to give an animal to a person who's not expecting it. Because right. then that person, like you know, what if they don't aren't prepared to get an animal or something? Yeah, I yeah, think I it was think just. I, well, I think yeah. everybody's raising these puppies right now. I'm going to look that up. Where did those puppies come from? I, I did not research that, but the consolation puppies was a cute idea. But let's talk about James Corden for a moment. I thought he was an okay host, but I was not impressed. I mean, I thought he would be funnier than he was. The, I thought the Constellation Puppies was probably as funny as spit. 24 hours later, I was writing my column for this week about the Grammys, and I could not remember a single joke that he told during the entire three and a half hours. And then they did that Subway karaoke bit, which I thought was terrible. I don't know. I love Shaggy, so you put Shaggy and Sting on a Subway, and I'm in. Well, it's not because of who was participating in it. To me, all it did was reinforce the stereotype of the surly, mean New Yorker, and there was nothing funny about it. I mean, it just ended with one of the guys punching Corden in the face. I and then Shaggy saying it wasn't me. Well, that was funny. Okay, Shaggy, Shaggy had the best line, but I just I just expected more from Corden, I guess. And I know he hosted last year, but I don't remember what it, what it was like last year. Well, I thought he seemed really nervous, first of all, but I also think that this whole the whole ceremony, and this is not just James, but also a lot of the award presenters, um, proved just how hard it is to be funny. <laughs> like. For a joke to sink in, you know, for a joke to land, I think, I think it was like a challenge. I think you're exactly right. I don't think I the don't funniest think part of the whole. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just didn't think he had a lot of good jokes. You go ahead. Well, the funniest part of the whole thing was the reading of the Fire and Fury, like having oh. Snoop Dogg read part of it. That was Cardi funny. B read part of it. And I, as a side note, I would literally listen to any audiobook that Cardi B ever read. <laughs> or if it could be like an audiobook where like Cardi B and Snoop Dogg do like chapters, I, love Snoop I would Dogg's read it. Voice. That was amazing. And then Hillary Clinton at the end, I was a huge fan of that. That was, that awesome. was pretty epic. That, that was, was funny, but that was a pre-recorded segment too. I mean, yeah. that 
That's easy. true. The yeah. pre-recorded segments were better than the actual um, live jokes that he made. I'll agree. I think the consolation puppies was probably the best part, but even that was like pre-planned. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It wasn't an actual verbal joke. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he struggled and he seemed really nervous. I do think one of my favorite parts for him was when he went to his parents. I was just and they had a program that. from Hamilton. He that was, was like, hilarious. "What? You guys were at Hamilton?" And they were like, "Well, it's so hard to get tickets, and everyone was here tonight." <laughs> <laughs> and they said, we could go to that and still get here for the last hour and a half or something. <laughs> that was funny. I had forgotten that. I think but they should that do was like funny. Annie Sandberg and Justin Timberlake should host together. And they should That's give a Timberlake idea. a reprieve. Well, for his and Timberlake stuff, wasn't there. Horrible. I mean, he was another one of the people that was just missing from this. Well, he didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Was, I mean, I guess he's preparing for the Super Bowl performance this Sunday, but. Or just have Bruno Mars host it and just dance the whole time. And just, he's you know, such like, a good dancer. Yeah, people it's are stuff, people, that, people that are <laughs> on Bruno for winning all these awards. I'm like, I'm like, who else has more fun like dancing and performing? And who, yeah. like, he, all he does is work like 24 seven. It's like you get a hate on him for for just being entertaining. You know, I know, I did really him, well, and I loved his speech too because he was talking about how all his music comes from like this place of love and joy. And I was like, you know what? That's yeah, actually that was nice. really sweet, and it makes it you was. feel good about him uh, winning when, all those awards. Yeah, when Bruno comes on like at a club, I'm just like. It's kind of like it's kind of like Cardi B or something. It's hard to sit still when he's yeah, exactly. What did you think of um, U2's performance on the barge out in the Hudson River in front of the Statue of Liberty? That's not one of the parts I watched. I'm not a U2 fan, so (laughs) I feel really guilty. But I didn't hate it. Um, I I did like that there was a message about immigration. Yeah, obviously that was another. So I, I felt kind of the exact opposite of you. I felt like the whole Grammys was all about advocacy for different rights. Um, I mean, they talked about um, systematic racism. They talked about immigration issues. Um, obviously, the Time's Up movement. I mean... But their awards also kind of fell short of that. You know, there's the Time's Up movement, but then, like, women performers weren't given their proper due. And so that's it all the Grammys seems... are to blame for that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it, I don't know. It just kind of feels like it fell short of that to me. Yeah. I agree with you. I did feel like this was like crazy similar to the American Music mm-hmm. Awards. I was like shocked by just it was. how similar it was. It kind of caught me off guard. Except Pink was not hanging from the side of a building. <laughs> In yeah. fact, her performance I loved because it was just so stripped down. It I was mean, understated, it was yeah. yeah. It was just her standing at a microphone, dressed very simply in, like, jeans and a white tank top or mm-hmm. something. And it was just, it was just pink. It was great. Cool. I, a lot of people were upset that Alessia Cara won Best New Artist. Um, I think a lot of people thought it should have been SZA. I, I really love Alessia Cara, and I think she has a beautiful voice. And I thought her performance at both the American Music Awards and the Grammys was so beautiful. I just, like, can't even see what, like, the complaints are. Like, I can't even name a song by either of them. Yeah, but you would know if you heard it. I guess. I don't, yeah, so I don't have a, a horse in that race. What about you, Annie? <laughs> I love Alessia Cara. I think she's great. She has really catchy songs. I'm not, like, a super, like... I'm going to sit here and dissect all of this music from all these people, but I like Lesia Cara. She's, I mean, she's no Taylor Swift, but... No, no Taylor Swift, no Britney Spears, but uh, take what I can get. I think she's a good performer. 
That's Did cool. you guys watch the performance of Despacito? Yes, <laughs> of course. If I hear that song one more time. <laughs> I don't even listen to the radio, and I'm sick of that song. But see, I think a lot of people thought that should have been like Song of the that Year song or something. That's what everybody sang all year. Given you hit or not. Well, I mean, if I guess this proves it. If you call like an album or a song, it's the best of the year. It's the most talked about. It's not going to win. <laughs> Throw in the towel True. because you're basically done. Yeah. I will say I was also upset that Bruno Mars was always wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I just wanted just him like to take thing. them off. Like It was driving me crazy. Like, come back down to earth. I know. I was like, let me see her Beyonce eyes. was wearing sunglasses <laughs> the whole time, too. Was she? Yeah. I didn't yeah. even see her. She had a huge hat on and gigantic earrings. Well, they were sitting in the front row. She was sitting on the end, and then they had Blue Ivy between them, and then Jay-Z was on. <laughs> what about the infamous... Blue Ivy shushing, shushing her parents. Blue Ivy is the only reason I watch the Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but she's amazing. The audacity. She was the best performer by Beyonce. Yeah, and then there's the pictures going around later of Beyonce holding Blue Ivy's juice box and her organic gummy snacks. <laughs> and it's just like, can you imagine having Beyonce as like your official juice box holder? <laughs> like, what a life. What a life, Blue Ivy. <sighs> One thing that stood out to me, too, was Chrissy Teigen in the front row because she was wearing this, like, super gorgeous silver sparkly dress. And I, like, couldn't stop looking at it. Like, every time it panned the crowd, I was just staring at Chrissy Teigen like a weirdo. (laughs) I was like, you look awesome, Chrissy. Well, girls are kind of like cats. We just kind of fixate on sparkly things. That was basically what happened. Like, I couldn't (laughs) stop looking at her. I was like, you look so good. (laughs) That's what happens when Lip Sync Battle comes on and she's, like, the DJ in it, you know? I'm like, she's so pretty. She is pretty. We just touched on this briefly earlier, uh, Jenny. We were talking about the duets of um, old people and young people and young people ruining the old people's songs or vice versa. <laughs> um, I, I was, I felt a little bit that way with the Elton John Miley Cyrus yes. duet. Um, although I read later that he had said he wanted to work with her, so I'm not really sure who set this up, but... And she looked great. She actually was wearing something beautiful for a change. Yeah. In fact, both of her dresses, her, you know, sitting in the audience dress and her performance dress were both lovely. But somehow their voices didn't either mesh or some. There was just something about it that didn't quite work for me. Although it was really cool when they uh, panned to Bernie Taupin sitting in the audience. I haven't seen him in probably decades. I don't know. So Who it was a that? nice. He's uh, Elton John's Partner. lyricist. Oh, okay. Bernie Taupin and his wife were sitting in the audience. I guess it was his wife. So that was kind of a cool little surprise. Um, but I, I did enjoy... Well, I want to um, say real quick, I felt sure. completely opposite. I loved the performance with Elton John oh. and Miley Cyrus. I thought Miley's voice sounded amazing. They may not, Their voices may not have meshed completely. I could ag- at least agree with that. Yeah. But again, I thought it was understated. It wasn't over the top. Right. I, I thought it looked beautiful. That. I thought it sounded beautiful. I just don't think Miley like harmonizes well with other people. This no. is, that through, might the, be this true. is through the voice. Her performances never click perfectly. Like she, she sounds great. I yeah. like Miley. by right. herself. Yeah. yeah no, but, like, I'm not dissing like, either one no, of them. I just don't I just feel like she, there was she reigns it in. About it you know, with like fight. I feel like other people can rein it in and like be like, okay, I'm gonna make you you look good, and we're both right. together. Miley's like, no, this is me. You know. Well, and I thought Elton seemed so happy to be performing with her too. He introduced her and. 
um, which I thought was surprising because El- Sir Elton shouldn't be introducing anyone. But, um, but I thought I thought it was really cute, and I liked that there was like that mix of old and new. So. Well, what I thought was really cute, and it wasn't a full performance, but when Tony Bennett and John Legend came out, I think they gave the first award of the night, um, and they ended up doing a little yeah. impromptu New York, New York together, and they sounded amazing, the two of them. Of course, John Legend has a, an incredible voice anyway. That was my favorite But part. I just thought that was really sweet. I mean, it was just like, yeah. you know... Well, an extra special because the Grammys were held where? In New York. Well, <laughs> and it was the first time since uh, 2003, I looked that up, 15 years ago was the last time they had them in New York. Oh, wow. They I always have them in Los Angeles, Yeah. Well, something we skipped talking about that I thought was really awesome, I loved the two opening performances, Kendrick Lamar and then Lady Gaga. I Both of them really wowed me. Uh, I, would, uh, I especially loved Lady Gaga's performance. I just think she has an incredible voice, and I don't think she gets probably the due that she should. I mean, when she performed at the Oscars, and, and she just does some amazing things. She yeah. really does. I view that as, like, two artists that, like, do their own thing and, like, don't care what anybody else thinks. They're yeah. so not right. mainstream, and, like, you know, they just kind of... And they're the not doing artists. it for the awards or for the accolades, so I can complain right. all I want. It doesn't mean that they're going to stop performing. Right. Yeah, I thought Kendrick sounded amazing, yeah. too, for the record. And I thought to, like, have those as your two opening performance was, like, such a strong start, except for it was only downhill from there. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but that was a really strong start for it. Yeah. And I was excited because later on, Chris Stapleton was one of the performers, and yeah. I love Chris Stapleton. So I was excited to see him up there doing his thing. Well, they did a really nice tribute to the... Um, uh, victims of the Las Vegas shooting too. I think he participated in that. They had four artists who sang, and then just a lighted wall with the names of people and things in the background. And it was really nice. And they sang Eric Clapton's um, "Tears in Heaven" song. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That, that always breaks my heart anyway. Yeah. Well, and I like. I thought the, that was really nice. I like the performance from Sting and Shaggy, but again, Sting and Shaggy. That was my soul. so cute. I, I love Sting. That. I love Shaggy. It's like it was like a match made in heaven. It for was. Me. I was kind of like was. flying for a minute. I was like, this is so great. <laughs> that was really <laughs> All cute. All the things I, I to that. love. No, well, I loved I it too. I wrote it down. I, just I didn't thought it was know it was really going to have that effect on me. It was good. I enjoyed that too. Yeah, that was a favorite part for me. Um, I was trying to think what were some of the other performances. Were there any that we missed? Oh, Oh, there was Rihanna. She did Wild Thoughts. Um, I think think Rihanna can do no wrong, honestly. I think she's, like, really, like, she looked really sexy, I thought, too. But... Yeah, she looked amazing. Doesn't she always? Yes. Right. Well, she's kind of become... She's, like, the most confident woman I've, like, ever seen in my life. I'm like... She's kind of become a fashion icon, too, just in the past few years. Like, I've... If you, like, read any articles about celebrities in magazines, and they'll be like, who's your, like, style icon or, like, your role model, it's always Rihanna, which I think is always cool. Yeah. They did give a brief nod to Broadway with Patti LuPone's performance of Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. And that was special for me because I got to interview her when she performed with Symphonia Gulf Coast here a few years ago. So that was nice. Oh, and Little Big Town performed, yes. which I wasn't that psyched about. That was... Um, well, it was a song by Taylor Swift that yeah. performed. <laughs> I, yeah, I noticed that they like really conveniently mentioned that. They were like, bye, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I guess she was kind of there in spirit. <laughs> yeah, she did. Musical her presence spirit. just like lingers over the Grammys. <laughs> um, and then there was, what is, I don't know his name, but he's the guy who sings the song about committing suicide where he's like, I want to die today. That song. Do you guys uh, know what I'm talking what about? I know that. Malone, is it? I don't know. No. I I don't know. I don't like that song anyway. Well, he did perform that, and Alessia Cara performed too with him, and there was someone else who performed with them. Um, And I guess it was like, it was supposed to be like a powerful moment, obviously, but it was like, for me, that song, like Annie said, it just like rings awkward, and like, I don't, it's depressing. Like, it is. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure if I felt like that, like, had a place at the Grammys. Which is why it seems weird when, like, Lord doesn't have a place to perform at the Grammys when mm-hmm. you get songs like that, and then you're kind of like, eh, like, why isn't she performing one of the awesome songs on her new album? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But was there anything else that I missed that you guys would want to mention? Well, this is kind of just an, a random thing, but, um, you know, John Baptiste is the band leader for The Late Night with Stephen Colbert, and he did a Fats Domino tribute. He played Ain't That a Shame, and it was just interesting to see him outside of that late night talk show setting. I mean, I know he's a musician of his, on his own uh, right, just like Paul Schaefer with David Letterman's band is, but I haven't ever really seen him do performances elsewhere so that was kind of interesting for me oh i forgot dave Chappelle won best oh. comedy album and i love dave, dave Chappelle. you guys already know that so i was like, <laughs> super psyched and then he was like super short in his speech was which is awesome at the end he just said see you monday and walked on the stage and that was like the best part <laughs> this is a random question now why does he always wear clothes that have his name on them i mean it always says he wears that thing that says Chappelle all the time like it's a military thing maybe he forgets <laughs> he has to remind himself I look when he's like really drunk or yeah <laughs> take it me seems home like he's always I wearing like that olive green jacket that says Chappelle on it oh my gosh that's so funny, <laughs> so funny. um all right, I guess we're going to conclude our episode with our Dan dish, which is something entertainment-related that we've been enjoying lately. Brenda, would you like to start us off? Sure. Even though he got booed at the Grammys and he wasn't there, I recently bought um, Ed Sheeran's album Divide, which is what one of the things he won for, and it has Shape of You on it, which is the other thing he won for. But, man, I just love every song on this CD. I told Savannah that one of the things I like about it and him is that none of his songs sound the same. Every song on this CD is distinctive. They each have their own, like, guitar vibe. One of them has, like, Latin flamenco guitar. One has... Irish sounding guitar, so it's just, I just love it, so. Well, that opening song kind of weirded me out. Jen, Brenda let me ride with her one day, <laughs> and she wanted to show me the opening song on the album, and it's weird, guys. <laughs> yeah, because he's kind of rapping, which, I don't know, he has kind of a talky singing style anyway, but that one is, it starts out kind of like a rap song. But there's even a song called Supermarket Flowers at the end that's a tribute to his mother, and it's just, I love this whole CD. He either wrote or co-wrote every song on it, and it's it's amazing. Yeah, and to be fair, I don't think anyone was actually booing him or his music, because I think Ed Sheeran is beloved by many, but I just think... It was the thought right. that the only guy in the category won. I, I got he, that. He might have booed with them. <laughs> he yeah. might have. He's a team player. <laughs> Poor thing. He was probably really embarrassed getting up there. <laughs> no, he wasn't there. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he couldn't attend. 
Well, I'll go next, and mine is actually Grammys-related, but I wanted to point out a couple of the Grammy winners that I was super excited about that weren't actually mentioned on television, which one of them was um, Sleep Well Beast by The National One, Best Alternative Music Album. I know Seth likes it, too. That's why I'm looking at him. Um, But that's, like, such a great record, and it's awesome to see them finally get recognition for how good they've really always been. Um, And then Portugal the Man won Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Feel It Still, and I've always loved Portugal the Man again, so I was just excited to see those names, like, as winners. It always, it kind of made me actually a little sad because I felt like Best Pop Duo Group Performance should have been on television. That seems like a category. Um, well, I think they've reduced the number of awards they give out during the show in favor of more performances. It did is what seem they've that done way. over yeah. the years. But it would have been cool to just get to see them like accept the awards. So I was a little bummed. But anyways, that's my my DM dish. What about you, Seth? Um, I always I like movies more than more than uh, movie <laughs> award shows more than you know music uh, award shows. And, you know, this year I've seen a lot of movies. I recently watched Shape of Water. Um, and actually, I was in line, and there was these, like, four older women. And they were going to see Call Me By Your Name, and um, but uh, which I love, too. Um, but anyways, uh, I got talking with them, and they the ticket line was so long, and, like, they were having trouble. And so they, like, I basically, like, told these women my whole life story. And, like, <laughs> why, why I watch movies and whatnot. And, um, and they were kind of, like, really, like, they were like, we should start a movie group. And I was like, we so, so should. And even though we were seeing different movies. But it was seeing The Shape Water and the score was just the most enchanting thing about it. It was so well done. And it was such a sweet movie. And I kind of like that 50s era style, what, what it was set in. Um, but, you know, it's you know, it basically about, a, like, a mute woman who's, like, a janitor. And um, she's taking care of this, like, government secret, which ends up being, like, this... I don't want to hear it. Don't tell <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna see that movie. Don't spoil There's it. There's no spoiler alerts. That's all in the previews. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, well, the Titanic said, is about a boat. You just said it's a secret that ends up being this. And no. I was like, well, I don't want to know. It's introduced at the beginning. Everybody oh, the knows what phone! That's what the whole movie is about, okay. Annie. Um, but anyways, you know. <laughs> Seth's emailing her the trailer when we're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all that is included. It's just, it's just, but the score is really sweet, and um, it's, it's a unique movie, and it's probably going to do really well at the Oscars. And it's most nominated, 13. Wow. It almost tied Titanic's record of 14. Almost. Wow. Cool. Yeah, but definitely, like, watching movies like that makes me want to just, like, blog about movies, you know, and, like, kind of switch over, like, from sports to movies. Um, and another thing, I'm going to a concert in Pensacola on February 8th, which is one of my favorite people of all time, David Allen Coe, and it's just in this little vinyl music hall in downtown, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, kind of just getting out on my own, just kind of just sitting and listening to good music and nothing like a big concert, just like a very yeah. intimate venue. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I didn't check out Pensacola. I don't know if y'all check out Pensacola a lot, but... All the time. You get over there. Awesome. That's where I spend most of my weekends. I head west. Yeah, because you're already living out there. Yeah. Right in the bar. Yeah. All right, Annie, what's your DN dish? So Sunday, I went to the movies and I watched I, Tanya, Nice. Which was really good. And I wasn't really... I was like, what, like two or three when all of that happened, so... 
Um, I didn't really know what, a whole lot about it. What are you doing? It. You're just like talking about how young you are? No, I'm just saying, like, the cool part about it was because, like, I had I'd known that there was some kind of beef with Tanya Harding and something about skating. Yeah, something about stabbing. You something. Know, like, her but, rival, you know. Yeah, and so, like, I knew the gist of it, so watching the movie was kind of cool because it was just like I could, I was like I was there. How was and, Margaret uh, Robbie? Margaret Robbie was phenomenal. That was the main reason her. I wanted to watch it because I freaking love She's Margaret Robbie. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was a really good movie. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> See, I yes. think that's so cool because it's like doing exactly what movies like that intend to do, which is like um, you know, perpetuating the legacy, you know, and bringing history to the forefront. I guess. Yeah, I yeah. I can't get enough of that story, so I'm, I can't Me wait. either. It wasn't was showing here, um, but I guess you saw Destiny. Yeah, it wasn't showing until this weekend. Yeah, it just, oh, okay. it just yeah. became available. I think after the nominations came out, a lot of theater suddenly mm-hmm. got some of these movies. Yeah, it was good. Um, well, my d dish is um, I have two. I'm going to cheat a little bit. Brenda, you had suggested a few weeks ago the David Letterman show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I watched it. You were right. It was really good. Oh, was that the one with Obama? Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong anyway. True. I don't, I mean, it only, he set the bar so high, but that was a, that was a great hour yeah, of conversation. And also I've been watching, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Amazon <laughs> Prime, TGIF, love that show. I'm so excited. I want to say like watch Talking Cat. Step by Step next or <laughs> go back to all those shows. Yeah, probably. Family Matters. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Is that the one with that blonde girl? Melissa Joan Hart? Yeah. 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 You know, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, I kind of wish that this was how they they did Riverdale, where it was kind of just like a... Like a camera, like a three-camera sitcom. They're so different. They're so different. They are, but I wish they had done it like a sitcom, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's so much fun. They probably will. Give it time. Like Riverdale will come out with something like that. Well, I'm excited to see the um, new version of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I feel like it's going to be a while before that comes out. Yeah. But I'm going to watch this and just get all my laughs in. Look at Mr. Paul Feig. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us today on the Day and Night Podcast. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on the Apple Podcast app or the Google Play Music app. So you can listen next week for more entertainment conversation. Bye. Bye. Bye.